0: Sorry about the. Hello and welcome to the Breaking Free podcast. I'm your host Nathan Francis, and today I'm very grateful, very humbled to be joined by a former self sabotage. Is it Kayla or Kaylee? Kaylee. Kaylee. Yeah,
1: that's yep. it.
0: Beautiful. Uh, Kaylee Castle. Um, or Castle Castle. Um, yeah. she's a self sabotage coach. She's on TikTok. She's a bit of an influence on TikTok these days. She um she gets a lot of views. Apparently, I'm not on TikTok yet, but after our chat off air, I think I will be. Um, she does a lot of work with women in 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 helping them attract the right male partner, um, which is another form of self sabotage, which is our pretty much our topic of conversation today. She's had a pretty aw- awesome journey from what I'm reading, friend, from what I've heard. So I'm really really looking forward to delving into this with Kaylee today. And um, yeah, let's Kaylee introduce yourself, and we'll get this show on the road. <laughs> Can you hear background noise? Yeah, oh, not really, but you'll be all right.
1: But can you hear
0: a little bit yeah it? yeah i can hear it yeah <laughs> it's not overly loud it's fine we're unfiltered here unedited so we're we're, we're all good
1: I'm in, an, I'm in an airbnb so there's nowhere else to go it's literally like that's all right we
0: can yeah, hear you just, we're just, gonna, we're just
1: gonna have to we're just gonna have to work through it
0: we'll be right. Um,
1: what did you ask me i
0: just asked if you could in, introduce yourself a little bit um to my listeners and you, you really was- done it so
1: i'm kayla castle yeah. um i'm a tiktok specialist and a self sabotage coach but i don't really that's not my title as as such um i just tiktok tiktok queen tiktok specialist um and then i run a facebook group called relatable so i'm the founder of the group relatable and i help women break free from toxic cycles is 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 my little title um I'm still in that place of you know why you like you need to have your elevator pitch like you you your one minute I've not I've not nailed it down yet I'm not Sorry. like what what is it I haven't found the words that that pin down but that is that is I break women free from toxic cycles that is literally what I do do inside the group and that's that is my mission in life is to break women free from because the trapped in cycles that they're not aware of um and not aware that it's something that. Is a pattern that can be broken because obviously we've we've done subconscious work and it's a case of planting the seeds. So I meet him on TikTok at their pain point, which is dating, they come into the group. Um when they land in the group, there's a a, a welcome post that has you've know, like five videos that they need to watch. So there's a video on the subconscious, a video on what's um anxious attachment style. Are you, are you aware of attachment styles? Yep. So that's, that, that's my niche is women who have anxious attachment styles who attract like narcissists. That's my, they're the, they're the women that I try to help. Um, And so it's a case of they come into the group and most of them have no idea why they behave the way they behave, why they attract who they do. Um, And it's a case of they're all on a different wavelength. So plant the seeds of the information and then eventually stuff starts to germinate at different times. Um, And then I go live and obviously share more information. TikTok's a short form. My Facebook is my long form where I do the lives and give them much more in-depth masterclasses on what it is that they need to learn because knowledge is power, but it's only power mm. when you take action, which is mm. what I always say. To you. you have to educate yourself. Like, you know, they'll say to me, I don't know why I'm behaving the way I am. And I why, why, you know, why, why, why me? Why this guy? And I'm like, educate yourself. Yeah. Take, you know, take responsibility for your own brain. Watch these videos, and then when you've watched those, you know, come back to me, and we'll we'll go from there.
0: I love it. What are some um, just for the listeners and viewers out there? What are some of those um, attachment styles that you're talking about? Let's let's uh, let's let's delve into those, shall we?
1: <laughs> um, so for me, in the book, this in the, in the book attached, which is the theory that I follow, there's, um anxious attachment, yep. avoidant, and secure. I think there's a and like an anxious avoidant, in they don't necessarily talk. I don't, not sure they talk about it in the book, but I have in other material read that there's a that there's a fourth one which is like a mix between the avoidant and the anxious, yep. or is it fearful?
0: Might be fearful.
1: It's basically, like rather than avoiding love, they're just completely fearful of it, and it's like pff, not on my agenda. Mm. Um, um, anxious attachment is the people who, um, so in in relation to dating. The women that if the man doesn't text back, why is he not texting back?
0: Yeah, you know, issue today, checking, isn't
1: it? Picking <laughs> the phone, they're, they're completely aware. You know, he was online at, at, at half past nine, and, and he's <laughs> not. It's like you now twenty five to ten, and you know, where is he? What's he doing? Um that's like an anxious, anxious attachment. Then you've got avoidance, who are women who push good men away. So in my game, push good men away, but they don't know why. Mm. Like, you know, they just. They want, they want to get close, but as soon as someone gets close, they need the urge to pull away. And then you've got secure, which is where I want to get them to. Yeah. Which is people who, you know, are able to effectively communicate their emotions on a adult level without fear of um, rejection or abandonment.
0: I love it. I love that. It's, it's such a massive issue in today's society, dating, isn't it? between women and I men
1: it's um it's i don't even think it's just it's just relationships we've completely lost it's i think there's a multitude of things going on a effective communication yeah. we don't know how to effectively communicate our emotions we're afraid to, to to speak as truth so for example anxious attachment if you've got an anxious attachment it's seen in society as oh god you know stop being so needy why are you so yep. needy yeah. Actually, you know, what they don't realize is it's an actual system inside the brain that person can't help being that way. So if they are going into a relationship, they need to understand that they've got an anxious attachment, and they need to be able to effectively communicate it to be able to get their needs met by somebody else without freaking out. Um, and a lot of women, it's like to be able to um, work to be able to work with it. You've got to be aware of it to be able to manage it. But if you're not aware of it, it just becomes um, a, a, a a real stickler for, not a stickler, but a pain point for anxiety. You mm. know, it's something that, because they don't want to feel like that. They don't want to be anxious. They don't want to be needy, but they can't help it. So explaining to them where it comes from, why they've got it and how to calm it down and how to get to a secure place. A lot of women are like, you know, they'll come in, into my group and they're like, I don't feel so crazy anymore. Mm. Like a biggest... One of the biggest things from relatable that I've found that helps women is the fact that they don't feel alone. They come into the group thinking, I feel like a crazy, I feel like a crazy, like, you know, crazy single lady. And they come in and realize actually there's three and a half thousand other women who are all doing exactly the same. And I'm like, you're not crazy. You're just not aware of, of your own behavior. And now you are, we can, we can help you now.
0: I love that. If anyone's out there listening, please join the relatable group. Sounds like a um, a very awesome group. Do you, when you when you work with women, do you find that they also have self-love issues as well? That that's that is the core.
1: That <laughs> that's that's the core. That's you know, they come the, the pain point is I can't get a man, I can't um I can't men are ghost in me, you know, I can't um hold down a relationship, why can't I get dates? You know, what am I doing wrong in dating? That's 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 the surface level. Yeah. we understand that the reason that's happening for you is because your value, your worth and you've got no love for yourself. So therefore your frequency is low mm. with, um, you know, um, I don't know if um, the Hawking scale of energy. So mm-hmm. if anyone's listening to this, you know, the Hawking scale of energy, all our emotions have an electric frequency and that electric fre- frequency is, pro, you know, is controlled by your subconscious programming. So a lot of women come into the group, you know, they're absolutely stunning and they think that they are confident. They're like, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm gorgeous. And, but that's not what's showing up for me. I might be because consciously you think you're gorgeous, and that's five percent. But your subconscious that controls ninety five percent of your behavior doesn't think you're confident at all. It thinks that you know, and like you understand in the in the subconscious world, it all goes back to the attachment. And this is what I try to explain to them. You know, it's getting them to realize that everything goes back to pre five. So by the time you were five years old, you've already. Got your blueprint for how you will act in relationships when you are an adult and you're having relationships. <laughs> and that's the blueprint, is it, isn't it? You know, pre pre-five. And getting them to understand that and going back to those, whatever it is that caused them to have the relationship issues now, because attachment in childhood, um, mm. and I follow the work of Gabor Mate, he's um the trauma specialist um his his work mixed with the book attached and the, uh, i can't wish called dr Le, Le, levine i think it is um those two like schools of science alongside each other um a really great at explaining like you know pre-five the trauma that you went through and i explained to these women when i say trauma it's not a case of your mum abandoned you or you were left at an orphanage or it's not trauma in the sense of the adult minds how the adult sees trauma you know when you say the word trauma, you think, oh well, abuse,
0: um, neglect,
1: neglect. It's like you think of all like really, but actually, to a baby, trauma could be I wasn't picked up, I was crying, correct, and you lost me to cry. That is traumatic to a baby. So I'm like, mm. this is like, yeah, well, you know, my mom and dad were happily married, and but why do I keep attracting these men? I'm like, because it's all about the attachment. You know, it's not. This is it's it's beyond. And explain to them that, you know, th- your memory is 3%. The memory that you have with the pictures in your mind of what you know is your memory is 3% of your memory. The rest is stored in the cells of your body. And it's the cells of your body that are being triggered when you're going out dating. And, you know, the guy's not texting you and you all, you know, you, you you feel all anxious and you feel, you know, and you know that you don't want to feel anxious and you know it's ridiculous. You know that you should be worrying that the, the fact that this man hasn't texted you back, you don't know him, he's a stranger, why am I bothered? Mm. Well, the reason that you bothered is because it's got nothing to do with him. It's to do with what he, that man is triggering in you, which stems usually from a fear of rejection or a fear of abandonment. Mm. You it's simply that man is you, he's rejected you, or he's never gonna come back. I says, and to your limbic, so your subconscious is pretty is it programmed by the time that you're five. So I explain to people is basically you're walking around with a five-year-old brain. Most people, if you've not done subconscious work, if you've not, you know consciously done that work to reprogram your brain is five years old and a five-year-old thinks rejection equals death possible death so the reaction that you're having the reason you've got that anxiety and the reason you feel so worked up is because that part of you is genuinely in fear of, of possible death you've now got to reparent yourself you are now most women in my group are 30 40 50 and I've said to them You've now got to understand that you are now responsible. Like what happened to you wasn't your fault. But as an adult, you are now responsible for how you react with that and how you work with that. And you have to reparent that little five-year-old child to real to understand that I'm not gonna die. Because the ma- just because a man does not text me back, it doesn't mean I'm gonna die.
0: Mm. And it's
1: a case of, you know, reprogramming with repetition and consistency. And it, I'm starting to see the fruit of the i'm getting to the point in the group now where i'm really starting to see women progress and it's it's really beautiful because i created the group in october and there's three and a half thousand women now and they're all at different stages there's some women that still don't get it but they're watching you know but there's some women that have really they've watched every single video that i put out every single live and they're like and now they're thirsty for knowledge is like what shall i read where shall i go what shall i do um And I love it when they turn around and they say to me, I've stopped dating. I know it's, you know, I've stopped dating. I'm working on me now. And I'm just like, hallelujah. That's, you know, (laughs) that's it. Like, because it's, they're constantly looking outside of themselves. Well, how do I get this man? How do I get him? And I'm like, you're looking outside for the answers. And I know it sounds cheesy as hell, but I'm like, you've got to understand that it's how you feel about you. And I will keep, (laughs) I've paid £25,000, best part, you know. Probably a bit more in coaches, mentors, books—you name it. Right, about twenty-five thousand pounds I've invested, and every single book, course, mentor at the core is you don't love yourself. <laughs> like, and at first I was chasing a, a different answer. I was like, oh, it's got to be somewhere else. What? What? What a cop out! What you know? They're just fobbing me off. Like, what? What a waste of money that was. But it's the core of every book, in whatever shape or form. Recipes is you're not enough, or. Yeah, the whole thing is your value and the way you see yourself, and the the words that you use about yourself, and the words you speak. You know, it started with the word, and people have no idea of the power of the what they speak about themselves. And so, there's a lot of seeds to plant that have to germinate to get them to understand how to fix their dating life. But by the time they germinate, it's the they know it's not about the dating life anymore. They know it's it's a a, a, like a a journey of self-discovery really
0: mm-hmm. of
1: understanding refining because we're all born confidence so it's not a case of you have to um fake it it's a case of you've got to like rediscover it and you? you've got to realize that actually we're all born with that confidence we just take on so many of the people's beliefs yes that we feel like we're not and it's like they're limiting beliefs and they're not yours. They're somebody else's. I explained it to us like a Santa sack and, you know, through childhood you've taken on your auntie's opinion and your teacher's opinion and your friend's opinion and your dad's opinion and that sack gets heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier it gets so heavy that it, you feel like, you know, you can't help but be weighed down by all these other people's beliefs. And it's that realisation that you can just like let go.
0: Yeah. Just
1: let go, but it's so much easier said than done <laughs> yeah like i love i love the term you just gotta let go right it used yeah. to really piss me off in the beginning when people are like, <laughs> be like what do you mean let go <laughs> like how would you let go but it really is that easy like but it's getting through the, the programming that's been put into your mind from society and your environment to get to that point where you know you don't you you don't have to absorb everything that comes into your mind we have is it 60 000 to 70,000 thoughts a day? Mm-hmm. And the women that are in my group, I'm like, what explains, you know, you are consumed by absorbing and, and living in those thoughts when none of them are yours. You don't have to, you don't have to take any notice of any of those thoughts. And they're like, but I live in those thoughts. And I'm like, yeah, that's the problem.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's why you've got anxiety. That's why you drink and that's why you take drugs or whatever it is that you're doing, because you've got to understand you've got to learn to differentiate between you and your thoughts, which right. we all know it's a process, you know, I explain to these women, you know, it's all this stuff. And that's why I created the group because when I started my journey of like understanding that it was the fact that I didn't love myself or I didn't think I was lovable as to why I was attracting toxic relationships and getting into toxic cycles myself, because it's my story. Um, When I started that journey, I felt so alone, like, you know, I'd already cut out a lot of my friends anyway, but no one understood what the hell I was on about, like awakening and subconscious. And then I started you know, even when I started talking the science, they were just like, yeah, we're not interested. And so I went on the journey and I did it by myself, but then created the group because it was a case of, I want other people to to realize that you're not alone. Like there is, this is, this is a journey that so many of the people are taking. You don't have to feel like you're on your own.
0: Hmm.
1: And um, and that's how it was. Excuse me, and that's how it was formed.
0: That's awesome. How how powerful was it for you to rediscover your own self worth and your own self love during your journey? Because I feel like if we're like we can't be coaches or anything if we haven't lived this ourselves. And I feel like we've obviously jumped the jumped the queue to to help others because we we obviously felt felt called to. But just in terms of your own self-love and your own self-worth, how was that experience for you, rediscovering that for yourself? And, and how powerful it's,
1: was that? It's everything. Mm. You know, it was, um, and I think at my core, I've always wanted to help people. Like, you know, that's, you know, always been, a, when I hadn't done the work previously, that, that was in a form of people pleasing. Like I always put other people's needs before my own. I was always, yeah. you know, trying to nurture people and help people in a, in a toxic way and in, in a not in a, in an unhealthy way because it was, you know, putting them before myself. Mm. Um, And then I started J- Jason set off self, someone put me in touch with Jason's information that then started getting me reading and looking at other stuff. And I came across this woman who was an energy healer and she was like, and I said, remember, she's like, what is it? And I says, I really just want to help people. She's like, you do know, that's a thing. Like people do want to help. Because like, I was thought I thought it was crazy. I was like, I've got this really like strong urge to want to help people. Is that like a, a thing? She was like, yeah, there's a, an, a multi-billion pound industry built on self-help. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. And, you know, I'd never come. The self-help industry is literally a multi-billion pound, you know, and it's growing by the billions every year. And until you start your own journey, you're not aware of it. You're not aware that these these books that teach you how to mm-hmm. change your thoughts and and you're like, How have how have I gone, you know, 30 years and yep. can you imagine how powerful you'd be if I came across that when I was a teenager?
0: What about just in school?
1: <laughs> that's you know, it's just I just think well, that's why they don't want people to know because it's power, isn't it? And like, yeah. like at the end of the day. Um and then he said, "My journey. Mm. How powerful was it? So yeah, to rediscover
0: your own self worth and your own self love."
1: This woman said to me, "To be to, to help other people, you have to help yourself first. You can't become um, a healer as such, whether it's energetic or helping in your. If you haven't helped yourself first, um, and so I, you know, I spent." A full 12 months submerged in a in a consistent pattern of get up, meditate, walk, pray, eat healthily, exercise, cut out any negativity, you know. And I just worked on me for a solid 12 months. And then once I felt like I'd cracked up and, you know the reasons to why I was behaving there was going back to my subconscious and reprogramming and doing that work, doing Jason's course. It was after 12 months. I was like, right, okay, now how do I help other people? Um, And then at first it was a case of, I knew that I'd had this information. I was able to help myself and now I need to teach other people how to help themselves. But how do I go about doing that? Like how do I build an audience? Like how does, how do I talk to people? Where where do I go from here? Because previous to 2021, I had no Facebook. I was very much an anti, anti-social media, you know, no Facebook, no, no, um, tech, no, you know, mm. I had a simple phone. Like I was like, I don't want to be tracked and all that jazz, <laughs> but I just kept getting this message that was like, you have to get on camera. That's how, that's how you're going to help people. I kept having these downloads when I was out walking, like get on camera, get on camera. And I was like, I'm not, And I just remember saying, speaking to myself, I'm not getting on camera. I'll, I'll, do anything, but I'm not, I'm not, I am not going on, I'm, I'm not doing video, not a chance. And it took me from January, 2021 to November, 2021 to pick up a camera and finally like start doing videos. And I did Facebook lives at first. Um, And the adrenaline was so, so strong that after I did the live, I, it put me to bed like three days in a row. Cause the adrenaline was the fight or flight was so strong. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to die. It was ridiculous. And I just said, right, I'm going to go live every day for two weeks until that fear goes. Cause I know it's, it's, it's not real. Yeah. So, and how you get past that is by repeating it mm-hmm. to make sure that you realize that you're not going to die. So it took me about two weeks of going live. And then I eventually picked up the phone and did my first TikTok in, I think end of February, 2022, Um, But when I started my TikTok journey, I knew because of the work that I did in marketing, that to get to people without having to invest a lot of money into advertising and all that jazz, jazz, which I didn't have yet, I had to get on TikTok. That was what, you know, that's where everything led me. Um, But at that time, I didn't have a message. I didn't know who my audience was. I didn't know what it is that I wanted to say, who I was wanting to help. So I just got on TikTok and I was literally, you know, filming my dinner. (laughs) Me, me my exercise routine you know I was like this because I just knew that I had to show up and be consistent on TikTok not for my audience but for the algorithm because that was what's in the beginning that's what's important is showing up for TikTok so TikTok sees you as a content creator and they take you seriously it doesn't matter what you post out at the beginning it's just being consistent that you show up and you create um and then eventually I started to be more vulnerable and authentic and i was starting to share my my stories and i went on a date you know i went on on this date and everyone was super interested in in my dating life um and when i was talking about my dating i wasn't talking about i just went on a date and it went good it went bad i was talking in the sense of my self-awareness had changed like i could see the difference in the men that i was dating i could see where i was being triggered i could see the journey that I'd taken previous to that was really being reflected in my dating life. And it was that, that I shared the fact that I could see the difference in myself in the, in the 12 months and the work that I still needed to do. Mm. Um, you know, dating really works as a reflection for me on the work that still needed to be done. And the, on the fact that, you know, the first guy I started dating, um, was came up, you know, and, and, I preach to I preach women on on TikTok, you know, three months is the golden rule, you know, don't don't get attached, don't get involved for the first three months, treat them like a friend. I'm really great at giving advice, don't really. I didn't, didn't take this advice at the beginning. It was, <laughs> why, it was basically like how I went about it was on TikTok. I'm not a dating expert, but what I am providing on my channel is from experts, but what I've had to learn for myself about myself I'm now sharing with you as I do it as I learn so I'm not coming from a place of a pedestal of perfection of hey I'm married and this is how I did it it's listen this is what's working for me this isn't what's working for me and this is what I've now discovered I'm sharing it with you and that was the path that I took and then eventually by the August I had a message by that point it was right okay which came about in the so started in the end of Feb, just literally posting rubbish, like, you know, walking my dog or whatever. And then the dating started in April 2022. And I was sharing it from a personal point of view, just me sharing my story. And then um, a man that I used to, so I, I say I had an affair, but he was married. I wasn't Um, like six years prior. So in my 20s. Um, I had this really toxic relationship with a mar- a married man who really like. He 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 was the catalyst for me understanding that I was that smoke wasn't right. The fact that I was allowing someone to treat me so badly, who was also married, wasn't giving me what I needed, but yeah, I was putting up with like, being treated like absolute rubbish, um, and I was just like, why am I doing this? Why? There's all these men, right? All these men in the world. Why am I choosing this married man who really couldn't give a shit about you? Why? Why are you so hung up on him? And that was like the, a planting the seed in the beginning of. of, of I didn't do anything about it then, but I knew that I had an issue. Does that make sense? Mm. Um, and so that was six years prior, but he, the the woman that he was that he was married to, um, I found out in the July that she'd killed herself she committed suicide
0: oh geez
1: um, and it was like confirmation because i whilst when i was in a real i don't want to say a relationship but whilst i was had a connection to that man he made me think that i was crazy right like it was all in my it was all in my head so for that to happen it was like it wasn't in my head do you know what i mean and i don't know that woman's story i don't know what else went on in life but it was a catalyst for the six years prior. I cut him out of my life because he was like, I knew what, like I was like, I can't let someone, I can't let someone change, you know, get into my head like that. And I cut him out of my life. And I remember thinking if he's managed to get into my head in such a short space of time in like six months and change how I feel about me on it. So deeply imagine what he's, imagine how she feels like after 10 years of, of being with him Um, and I never, I never reached out. I never, I never was like, listen, because obviously I was, why would you do that? Like, I'm, I'm the person in the wrong, but really woman to woman, I wasn't, I was the victim and she victim. I was the one that was going through something. And so was she, he was, you know, the, he's living his best life. Really. I should have connected with her and been like, "I know what you're going through," and I can. But you, you know, you don't think like that when hindsight, hindsight, hindsight is a beautiful thing. But that really triggered me is the fact that, um, I never reached out. I never was like, "I I know how he gets in your head." Does that make sense? And I think Mm. part of me felt, and I don't know if it's true. Part of me felt like I was the only person that knew what she was going through because they created this picture that everything was perfect and she had, you know, but I was probably the only woman that had experienced on a, on a level of what she was going through. um, And that was another reason why I created relatable was I need to help. If I can't help her, I need to help women like her, which is women with who get, you know, stuck in toxic cycles who were attracted to narcissists, manipulators, um, and they know that it's unhealthy and they know that they don't want to be with this man, but they can't help themselves. Um, and they're the that's my audience. They're the women that that that's my mission now is to get them to understand why they behave like that and that they don't need to stay in that pattern. Um, and now there's, you know, three and a half thousand women in the group and so many of them have, you know, the people who've left you know toxic marriages these women who you know have really started the journey and they're doing the work and it's like I get messages every single morning I wake up to messages of like if I hadn't found you I wouldn't have done xyz and I wouldn't have understood this and that's for me when I realize how powerful TikTok is the fact that for I'm now able to help people it's not cost me any money to help them and I'm able to reach people who I would have never have met in my in, in my life but you know, it's it's that that platform has allowed me to share my word, share my story, which has then helped other people. And I think that's now why I'm a TikTok specialist and I try to hammer into people all the time. Like, yes, I understand that it's a social media platform, but you've got to understand the power behind it, that, that if you've got a skill and if you're a coach and if your passion in life is to help people in whatever way, shape or form, you must be on that platform because your audience is on there. Like, go speak your truth. Go, go spread the word. Um, because that's that is that is the only way that we win is by is by you know. And you can't do that has to be done if you want to get on a level of changing the world. It's one person at a time, but get on that platform, and you you've got a video that goes out that's guaranteed to be seen by at least two hundred people every time. You know that's two. you, you want if you were in a room with 200 people, an audience of 200 people in a room and they're all bums on seats, like you wouldn't turn your head up at 200 people, would you? You'd be like, Oh my god, like this is a really massive opportunity,
0: mm.
1: and that opportunity happens every time you post a video on TikTok.
0: Mm. you just given me some live food for thought here. I'm currently not on TikTok, and you've just motivated me to go on TikTok after this, so thank you, Kaylee. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just waffled on it for a long time there
0: no it's fine I was you've, <laughs> I really appreciate how authentic and, and and how raw you were talking about that that stage of your life and yeah and then you sort of uh switch the gears and you've sort of motivated me to uh make a tiktok account and start pushing out my content more I've got videos now that have been seen by a couple of thousand people on on, on instagram so just imagine they're doing that well on instagram
1: they will go viral on tiktok yeah, if they, if, you do, if, they, if your message is getting across to that many people on Instagram, that means your content's really good and that it will be pushed on TikTok. Definitely,
0: all right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna jump on uh, I'm gonna jump on TikTok for those out there that are gonna give us a follow. Follow Kaylee and give me a follow once I um, uh, once I sort mine out. Um, it, just in terms of your journey though, Kaylee, what was like what was the best. What was the best sort of um, habit or ritual that you did that you stuck to that eventually um, helped you? I don't know. I guess sort of helped you then. Uh, um, so I just want to get this question right here. <laughs> um, what was the, what was the number one habit or ritual that, that you persisted with and stuck to that helped you on your journey?
1: Meditation. which mm. is just a corny answer in it. Like yeah, I remember right from yeah. the beginning, how do you because, meditate? For me, when I was up until thirty-one, I had a multitude of voices in my head. Like mm. to me, that, to me, there was there was five killers, and they all spoke to each other all the time. Like there was noise inside this brain consistently my entire yep. life. To me, that was that a constant noise. Imagine like when you go into a pub, like pub or a, a social setting, and it's loud and there's all that noise. Right, that was what was in my head all my life from the. Mm. I don't remember it being any different
0: mm-hmm.
1: i remember having this conversation with a friend um who's 10 years older than me and um she was like what and i was like this i thought that was normal she was like i don't have that and I'm like, what do you mean she was like there's no noise in my head i said what do you mean there's no noise in your head she was like i can just think of nothing i said what do you mean you can think of nothing I said, I've never been. There is constantly like a at least a hundred things going on inside this brain all at once every, every day. Like from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, because it's absolutely exhausting. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: She was like, Yeah, that's that's that doesn't need to be that way. And I was like, What do you mean? I'm like, Is that not normal? She was like, No. Have you thought about meditating? I was like, What the hell's meditating? Like, she was <laughs> at this point. I wasn't. I, I you know, I didn't believe in God at this point either. So I'd never prayed or anything. I'd never taken the time to be, understand quieting the mind. She's like right just start with, I says, where do I start she went just start with your breath don't you yeah literally, she says just go walk in and all you concentrate on is you're breathing in you're breathing out that's it, that's it all right and so literally I started walking the dog three times a day and I literally was chanting in my head I'm breathing in I'm breathing out <laughs> so, I'm breathing in I'm breathing out like that's there was no there was no guided meditation or thing. I was literally just like just gonna follow the breath. Yeah, and I did this alongside doing um recipes twenty one day confidence challenge, which I was doing at home along alongside the walking. And I can't remember what day it was in. And I was out walking the dog, and I remember just stopping in the middle of the field, and I burst into tears because there was not the it stopped. Yeah. I just, in this moment, I was just like, "Oh my, oh my
0: god!" That's so powerful.
1: And it was like, and as soon as I experienced that and realized that that's the way I'd be living, I didn't need to live that way. Mm. That became an obsession and an addiction for me. That was like, I need more. Now, now there's a different way and a different path. That it might, you know, it became an obsession. That was, that was it. it was like right. I need more of this, where, where do I go? What do I do? So I started with a downloaded insight timer. um, And I love a guy called Andrew Johnson, who's a Scottish man, um, great voice. I absolutely love his meditations. Um, A guy called David G.I. Or yeah, David G, G. and then an I, his meditation, that man is like spiritual beyond like, you he might, he might as well be floating. <laughs> he's got like long white hair, long white beard. His vibe is just beautiful. His meditations yeah. are amazing. And then, and I was meditating for like two to three hours a day. Like, wow, I was doing one morning. Then I was doing a, a Joe Dispenza. Yeah, he's good. I came across his work, read his book. Um, what's his book called?
0: Uh,
1: Super, being, being superhuman. That's is it.
0: That it?
1: The, yep, you can actually superhuman, something like that. Yeah, and I read his book. Like mouth, we hit. I was out walking, always out doing the the breath work whilst walking. Mouth, jaw to the floor, like, like, what I've been blew my mind, absolutely blew my mind, which led me to Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now. Again, absolute epiphany, blew my mind. So those books, along with the meditation, along with the walking, um. And then it all became an obsession, and now it's just like, it still is. Yeah,
0: this is part of your part of your daily routine now. Yeah, same as me too. Yeah, yeah it's part well, of my daily you know routine. You what? Too.
1: It was my day, it was. I've said to my friend the other day, and I said, because when you get into business, you know, and you're helping people, like I said, my meditation's fallen by the wayside. I, up until a couple of months ago, I was still meditating every day, and I thought the other day, I thought, I'm not, I've not meditated every day for like a few months and it you know it's because you know you get busy don't you and you yeah you become obsessed with sharing your message and helping people and I'm like creating masterclasses and I'm creating a membership and all this other stuff and it's like I wake up and straight away my brain's like right check 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 check
0: I'm the same and actually
1: you know if when you follow Dr. Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, Mm -hmm. physics you, you you the science behind it is we're, we're, this energy and this matter right so this solid and this energy and when we're meditating and we're in that zone we are pure energy so we are in control of of what we create when you take your attention off that you matter so you are solid you can't change that because you're solid and so really meditation is actually how you can fully control your life so it's you know it it needs to be a number one priority really because that's where you make the changes of of your own life and and other people's if you're a healer or a coach or whatever yeah is your modality
0: yeah especially us coaches like sometimes we just put so much effort into helping people we just forget sometimes to help ourselves and what you just said before is very similar to my last few months as well i've sort of just concentrated on just helping people and putting out content doing all these things and i just Sometimes I just forget that I just need a moment to ground and, and relax and connect with myself again. So yeah, it's really I'm, I'm, important. I'm literally
1: staying, I'm, I booked a hotel tonight um, and I do, I try and do, and I, I, for me, it's all about like a nice big bath mm. and then like, force myself that you will go and do not like, because I'm constantly, if it's not, if I'm not making TikToks, I'm in the group answering questions like this, you know, all these women that are at, you know, I can, can you imagine how many notifications I have every day. I, I c- spend couldn't imagine. That was just answering messages in the Facebook group. That's not including the masterclasses that I create inside relatable that's to do with the dating. Alongside that, there's the TikTok that, that I teach other people how to use TikTok. It's, it's a blink and the day's gone. Yeah. So it's like, I have to make this moment, I have to make these times where I'm like, I have to force myself to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to like schedule in doing not doing nothing because if you do you end up get caught up in it and you can't pour from an empty pot.
0: No, you can't. That's one of my uh, one of my biggest lessons. Spot on. So. Mm. Well, that was an awesome chat, Kaylee. I don't know how long we've gone for. Probably gone for about. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I, don't know. I, can, I can. I can. You know. I can. I don't you know
0: what it's like. Hind, like, hind leg hind leg of a donkey. Is that is that even the same? Just for some women out there, Kaylee, um, I'll ask you. Two or three more questions, but this one is just coming to me now. Just for you, what was the biggest? What was your biggest form of self sabotage? Like, what was the one thing you found really hard to break, but you broke it? Um, lots.
1: Drug,
0: sex,
1: alcohol, smoking.
0: (laughs) Same. (laughs) You
1: know. It was really difficult in the beginning because I quit drinking. Mm. And then I wanted to, you know, you, because at the core of it is, you, you know, you don't feel like you're enough. You're not lovable. Yep. There will always be some form of, you know, you, you your brain will seek something else to, to bring you down, you to cut you down. So you cut out the drinking, so then something else pops up. So then I cut out drinking and smoking. So then my eating ramped up and I put on like, you know, like, nearly two stone in, like, three months. So by the oh, time yeah. by the time I started the coaching program in March, I was two stone heavier than I was, like, it, you know, piled the weight on. Mm. So then it was like, and then because you haven't done the mind work yet, because I hadn't, wasn't, I was, I'd started, but I hadn't fully done it. Self-hatred because I got fat. I was like, well, you know what? So then you want to drink, then I wanted to drink more because I felt bad because I'd got fat. you were like... This cycle of, you know, and then you and then I cut out that, and then something else would come back in.
0: Yeah, um, I'm hearing you.
1: And do you know what? I'm still not perfect. I'm still now. I'll, I'll, you know, alcohol still hasn't been fully cut out. Like this, still the odd. The the the. Don't even, of course I want to be alcohol free. I know how bad it is, um, but I also understand that it's a process. Like. I'm so I'm, I'm so close compared to what know. I used to, to say alcohol was an everyday thing now it's like once in a three four months or whatever you know it's not a daily occurrence um and I'm and I'm you know it's I'll I'll, I'll get I'll get there eventually it's like Marissa Peer in the beginning you know Marissa Peer's a hypnotist, hypnotist she understands she's the queen of all this stuff and she's like I was addicted to chocolate for how you know a chocolate chocolate and diet coke wasn't an overnight thing she cut it out and now you know she lives off bloody apples and peanut butter um (laughs) but it didn't happen it didn't happen overnight and i think that's what you've got to remember is having self-compassion for yourself for the progress that you're actually making and then you'll eventually get to you know the ultimate goal but beating yourself up along the way the self-criticism that that's that's the whether if, if you're on a healing journey and you do me stuff but you're still criticizing yourself for the stuff that you want, like you're not going to get anywhere and that was a, a you know that was a big lesson I don't know if you've come across um Louise here
0: I have yeah
1: oh my god like <laughs> her stuff I'm like yep. she's not my idol I'm like I want to be her I, that's what I want to create what she did is what is how I want to you will. Business, my passion, my my mission is exactly how she did hers, which is just from an authentic place of help and the money will come. Don't go into it from, you know, I want to, don't get me wrong, of course I want to make money, but before it was a case of what's going to make me the most money. Now it's just help the people and the money will come.
0: Yeah. Cause you're doing the, you're, you're, you're being, you're of services it have to man, come it.
1: necessarily from the people that you're helping, but energetically it will come from somewhere.
0: Yes. And since
1: had That mentality it's really got me out of a lack mindset. And now I'm able to, that's really starting to come to fruition now. Mm. Whereas last year I was very much in a lack mentality. It wasn't helpful.
0: Mm. Go with the flow. I love it. Mm. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, I've got another question for you too, just before we um, wrap things up. If there's a woman out there that's currently listening to this and is feeling um, feeling quite like information overload, and she's like, "I tick the boxes that Kaylee was just reeling off," what would be your advice to that woman to start her journey? Read. Hmm.
1: Read is the, especially for women because I think. For men, they're not naturally because of the way they've been programmed in school. They're not natural readers. I don't think it comes to them. It's something they have to learn, relearn. Does that make sense?
0: I agree with that.
1: A lot (laughs) of boys, they don't. They're not interested in reading, are they? Yep. Um, Whereas (laughs) women, naturally, we are. We 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 do like to read. Mm. That might be a a general stereotype, but
0: no. But you're right. I love reading now, but you are right.
1: That was um, because knowledge is power if you take action in it but the reading for me was it either confirmed what I'd already learned and it reaffirmed what I'd learned or I was learning something new so for me um, like I said Eckhart Tolle Jody Spencer's book Happy Pocket Full of Money these are like all the books that literally blew my mind changed my life yep. um, you Um, have Poor Dad. Um, and a lot of them sound like they've got to do but they're not they're not about money they're about the, you know, the mindset, um, Ogmandino, absolutely beautiful man. Um, his book, the greatest salesman in the world, um, a book called the Alchemist, um, Brene Brown's work, Mm. her book on vulnerability and about the power of sharing your story and being authentic and just sharing. And, you know, because the biggest fear of humans isn't the fear of dying it's which we think all think it is it's actually the fear of being themselves spot on when you show up on social media sharing your story and you just think oh i'm just you know i'm not doing anything major actually what you're doing is giving other people permission to be themselves and it's a lot bigger and more powerful than you give it than you than you actually give yourself credit for Mm. so when i first started joining tiktok and i shared I had this urge to share that. so the story that I told you about the man that I had an affair with I had this voice in my head that told me I to share the story and I was like I'm not sharing that story I'm not doing it and he was like you are and I'm like no I'm not, I'm not. can you imagine like, putting that on TikTok like, how much backlash I'll get for that like yeah. the, the other woman blah 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 and I, it was like
0: go do it and I was like fuck <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did. I did like a five by an thought, well, I'm going to have to do it, right? Because that's God. Yeah, <laughs> so did... we're hooking
0: up the same. We're hooking up the same thing here, aren't we?
1: <laughs> yeah. So I did like five these five little videos. It was a series of what how this man made me feel, what that made me do, coming to the realization that I allowed him to treat me like that, like I was yeah. in victim mentality, and it was actually I'm responsible because I allowed that person to treat me like that. That's that's on me, not him. And those, villi- those video, those five videos between and got like 3 million views. Wow. Um, <laughs> and it was just me. So that's the power of it. It's when yeah. you share your story. And actually so many women got in touch with me. And I genuinely thought I was going to get like, and it wasn't. It was all like, wow. Like as if, you know, they kept saying I was brave. I was like brave, like. How is that brave? I'm not doing anything, you know, I'm not saving lives. I'm not putting, you know, why is that? I couldn't couldn't grasp why people thought that was brave. I thought it was a really weird thing to say. So I studied it because that's what we do. Yeah. I was like, right, look at the psychology behind this. Yeah. And that's why Brene Brown's work, she is a a, a shame researcher. And it was when you show up sharing your story about you, never mind what it is it gives other people permission and then not necessarily permission to get on TikTok and share their story, but just to be themselves. Like psychologically, that's what it does. You just, and I was like, if I can just help people just by sharing my story, nothing else. I'm happy with that. If that, if that helps people, then that's, that's enough for me. And that's why I continue to then take it more seriously and share more stuff.
0: I love that. That was an awesome yeah. chat, Kaylee. Thank you so much for jumping on. We've tried to make this chat happen a few times now, so I'm definitely glad that the same thing that we're hooked You're up to. you in the here, future. Obviously.
1: You're literally in the future.
0: <laughs> I'm glad that the the, the 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 power source that we're hooked up to. Uh, Finally allowed us to connect and um oh, nearly dropped the microphone. That's how powerful this is. And uh, to make <laughs> this awesome chat happen today, um I'm so grateful that you were to jump on and, and share your story. Just one last quick one: where can people find you, Kaylee? We'll put the link to your stuff in the description box too, obviously. But where can people find you?
1: Thank you. So TikTok, I'm Queen Kaylee Castle. That's my handle. Queen. Um, <laughs> Queen Kaylee Castle. That's my. That's that's what I call myself. And like then it. Facebook is just Kaylee Castle, and. They're my two sources of of where you'll find me, really. TikTok, everything else is all hooked up there. Emails on there. Yep. Um, Website. The ways of getting in in touch with me. And obviously, the Facebook group is called Relatable. So if you're a woman that's resonated with whatever I've had to say in this story, come along to the group, join us. You know, it's just women that all over the world. We support each other through, you know, going from A to B. Are
0: they all from all, all over the world?
1: All over the world, yeah. Beautiful, yeah.
0: It's, Get a it's, few more Aussies on there. It's
1: turning into a bit of a movement. It's a much much more. I just thought that it, I was creating a space, but what's actually happening inside and the, the effect it's having on women is is way bigger than I than I ever anticipated. And that's awesome. That's really cool. Uh-huh. So if you, you know, have these ideas of wanting to help people, you're a little bit scared. Just do it, mm. because it has it does have an effect.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Um yeah. thank you so much for our chat today, Kaylee. That was just awesome. Um yeah, um if there's anything else you'd like to leave the um leave the viewers and the uh listeners with like a positive affirmation or something that they can take away from this okay. chat today. No pressure at all, no. That's
1: the, the so the you know self-criticism, that that voice inside your head that that judges yourself all the time is the biggest detriment to your life if you can get control of not be mean to yourself if you can just if, if you can just grasp that if you can just stop yourself criticizing yourself that's that's you know
0: super powerful mm. that is powerful thank you so much <laughs> awesome chat kaylee um i'll we'll have to get you back on i reckon when you're um when you've gone viral again we'll have to get Get you get you back on for another chat. Thank you so much. Oh, I, didn't say about
1: the time went, I didn't say about the time went viral for um, my car getting repossessed. That's another, <laughs> that's another story.
0: We'll have to tell that one next time. Thank you so much, Kaylee. Uh, I hope a lot of women out there feel inspired now to start their journey and start unlearning and relearning um, this amazing work. So thank you so much and we'll definitely stay in touch and talk soon. So thank you so much for that.
1: Thank you.